You look like you're about 103 pounds. Well, you know what? You I just went whoosh and it's wrong. You just withered. It's horrible. It's horrible. All right, all right, all right. Breaker, breaker, one-niner. Get your ears on for the GMB Fitness Skills Podcast. Also, now, show. Show. Exciting. Showing ourselves. Not exposing ourselves, thank God. <laughs> but anyway, for the next 30 minutes, plus or minus, we're going to be edifying you uh, with all kinds of good information about training, how it fits in your life, and how to really enjoy working out in a way that actually makes you good at stuff you care about. So... My name's Andy. With me, Ryan Hurst. How you doing? Program director, GMB, head coach, all-around badass and smooth criminal. <laughs> you ready to roll? I'm ready, man. I've got my hot water today. No coffee. Your hot water, you're living dangerously. I am. I am. I am. What are you, sometimes, what are you up to? Sometimes yeah. I, I ask myself when, I, when I'm doing something like, is this nuge-worthy? Like, if I were to play a Ted Nugent song right now, would I feel like I were letting him down? Yeah. And I think you drinking your hot water yeah. would let you down. It would. It would. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about this earlier. I've been sick for the past, like, two weeks. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And so uh, uh, my wife, she, acupuncturist, right? So she was like, I want you to kind of back off of the caffeine just a little bit because I'm on the some medication. So instead, I'm drinking hot water today, which is just absolutely hilarious. Hilarious. It is hilarious. Hilarious. It's hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, but, you know, we are going to, you know, because why not? It's a good opportunity. Uh, we're we're going to talk about being sick a little bit. Um, and we're also going to talk about um, sort of how some of the different elements of training fit together. Uh, because I know we get a lot of questions about this. People, they, they want to <laughs> practice you know, parallettes, but they want to practice uh, rings or they want to practice locomotion skills or they want to get better at their tumbling or whatever, and they don't know how to fit things together. Uh, and it seems like a lot of the different elements of training that we do are very, very uh, cut and dry and very different. And that's because, of course, we teach them separately, but actually they all do fit together. Uh, it's just hard to fit everything together in a single program, but it does all fit together. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, first, but first, uh, we got a couple of announcements. Um, some of the announcements, uh, I have no idea. Uh, that's just how spaced out I am without my coffee today. You're going to have to edit that out. Are you sure it's I just have, hot water in that cup? I have no idea what announcements we're going to talk about, and even though we just talked about them. All right. Wow. I'll, I'll help you out, uh, Alzheimer's man. <laughs> First, we have a new GMB trainer, newly certified, uh, fresh from the mint in South Africa. <laughs> I'm so spaced out. remember yeah. this now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Destin. Do you need me to Destin, remind you of what Destin. his name is? Yes, Destin. Terribly sorry for uh, forgetting this very important announcement. Congratulations to Destin. He's from South Africa. He's been training his butt off <coughs> for almost, I guess, it's been about six months. Um, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. He's been working very hard. Um, passed his test for a GMB trainer. Um, very happy to have him on board. He's going to be helping out with, uh, you know, the stuff that we're doing. Hopefully we can get something set up in South Africa so we can all make that very short flight um, and see him. 
Uh, Dustin actually, um, he, we were going to hook up in the United States. He had some flight issues. Unfortunately, we weren't able to meet there, but hopefully uh, this year we can get Dustin and the rest of everybody in the same room, hopefully do something together. So, um, you know, you happen to see him post anything online, be sure to congratulate him. Yeah, Dustin's a really good guy. And you said working his butt off for six months. I mean, he's been working his butt off for a lot longer than that, yes, but specifically yes. training with you for six months. For six months for the right. GMB trainer. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. good. Awesome. Awesome. So congrats, Dustin. Dustin. <laughs> I'm not even drinking hot water. I know. I was like, dude. No. Yeah. It's all good. Um, what else is going other on, thing, man? Yeah, the other thing that we want to announce quickly, though, is that uh, – Steve Cam, our friend at Nerd Fitness, is opening up his Nerd Fitness Academy. Academy. Uh, it might already be open or maybe very shortly after this. I don't know specifically, but it's a very cool deal. And it's basically uh, it's kind of like a community boot camp. Turn your life around. Get fit. Get your mind straight. Get your diet and your health and everything. It's the whole package kind of. And he's interviewed a bunch of experts, and somehow Ryan also yeah. got on the docket. Yeah, yeah. Just so, yesterday, yeah, we yeah. talked. It was a it was a really fun talk with Steve. Steve's a great kid, um, doing a lot of neat stuff, and uh, really happy to hear about his academy. So good, good luck. Yeah, what did you guys that. talk about? We talked about a lot of stuff. You didn't um, sign an NDA, um, did you? I, I <laughs> no, fortunately, I can talk about it here. Um, we talked about body weight training and really kind of went over um, how, where to start, how to start, because there's a lot of um, not issues, but a lot of people will see something that they want to do and they think that they won't, should just jump right into it, or they have no idea where to start. That's where we come in, and so that's that's kind of the big thing that we talked about. Um, Man, it was it was a long interview, really. I mean, we're only gonna talk about twenty minutes, and I was like, okay, yeah. We just kept going, and Steve kept going, and it was good. So we, I think, we ended up talking like over thirty minutes. Um, even after the interview, we talked about handstand. Steve just nailed thirty second freestanding handstand. Oh, uh, very cool. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. That was really big, and so I was really happy about that. And so he wanted to talk a little bit about that, and so we talked a little cool. bit about the Zen of handstands, which was fun. The zen of so, handstands. It's deep. deep. Deep, deep, very deep. Very cool. Deep. So we're gonna get to uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll we'll cover a little bit more Zen today too. But uh, <laughs> let's answer a couple questions people have asked real quick. Um, what do you like to drink when you train? Obviously, when you're sick, apparently you drink hot water. But when you're training, what do you drink? Yeah. Powerade, Gatorade, Gatorade. What? Well, whiskey. Because I have a contract. With a sports drink over here called Pocati Sweat. I'm just kidding, of course. I just had to say that because that's like the nastiest sounding drink. Actually, I wish you had a contract with Pocari. Damn, that would be sweet. Like the largest drink, one of the largest drinks over here in Japan. Um, Depending on what I'm doing, I don't drink anything. If I'm doing my handstands, I won't drink anything. Um, This is just a habit I picked up early on when I was working on my one arms. Um, If I'm drinking or sipping on anything... I get heavy. It's not that like really, really heavy, but the feeling um, being heavy. Yeah, being upside down down with a belly full of liquid. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And so I don't do that. But um, actually, uh, during my conditioning, um, I will drink a little bit of 
um, little BCAs and then a little bit of creatine before I actually start my workout. And then during the workout, I'll keep sipping on it just a little bit, but really, I'm not down in anything. I'm just trying to get the work done uh, in my conditioning. Yeah. So uh, hitting it hard, focusing on that. And then after that, I'll have my protein drink. So that's it. So yeah. um, that's me. Find what works for you. You mean you, you, don't, you don't down a quart of water I during don't. your workout? I don't. No. I don't want to throw up. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the time of the year. It depends on the time of the year. True. Um, yeah. During the summer, interesting enough, um, and this is something that, we t- that was brought up on the community, the Alpha Posse community, about salt uh, with your water. During the summer, it's so humid over here. Yeah. Uh, in Japan that not during my workouts, but after my workouts, I make sure that to include some salt um, in my drink uh, to yeah. make sure that I can recover. The humidity just tears you up over here. So that's Yeah, it sounds strange, about. but when you sweat out all that sodium, it actually really yeah. does Im- impair your body's uh, chemical reactions and ability to, you know, like function. Function, <laughs> yeah. Really just function yeah. at a base level. So, yeah, yeah it's really important. Cool. Um, one more. So you mentioned also uh, that you worked with uh, with Destin for like six months, yeah. and we've had a few people ask us about uh, coaching, about personal coaching lately. Mm-hmm. And the answer generally is that we are not taking uh, coaching clients right now. If you want coaching, the best bet is to join Alpha Posse right. because you get a uh, you basically get all the same benefits. That's but right. um, if you are working with a client one-on-one. We've had people ask this. What are some of the things you look for in a client? What's, what's some of the characteristics of a, of a great client? Um, and this is useful even if you're not considering uh, coaching. You know, What are the kind of characteristics that you can try to develop in yourself that make you more likely to succeed with your goals? So, okay. yeah. Uh, first off is actually having a goal and knowing, and knowing what you want. So uh, let's say you come to me and you say, yeah, I want to – I want to hire you as my coach. I say, okay, great. What do you want to be able to do? And so if you say, well, I want to do this, 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 and I'll be like, ooh, hold on. Take a step back. Let's focus on the one major thing that you want to work on. Um, that could that could just be something very simple as in, in getting into a full squat, being able to squat all the way down to the floor. It's actually a pretty good goal. Um, then from there, things build. So the first thing is, is to figure out kind of what you want to do. And if you don't know exactly what you want to do, that's fine. We can talk about it. But having a basic goal in your mind would be good no matter what coach you work with. Um, then the next thing is making sure that you actually have the time to do the work. And I'm not talking about setting aside eight hours of your day to do it. But if you hire a coach and then a couple weeks later – Say, well, you know what? I'm going to be on vacation. I have to take two weeks off. And to be honest, that's just going to piss your coach off and it's going to mess up your your um, your time with that coach. So if you are planning on hiring somebody, make sure that you have at least three months set aside that you can work with that person. I, I would say at least, at least an hour a day. That sounds like a lot of work, a lot of time to set aside for some people, but... That's just a general rule that I like to think about, being able to have that hour. doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to be working out that entire hour, but to be able to have that time. And the reason for this is because if you need to send video clips, if you need to 
write things down for your coach. Yeah, that, that all takes is, time. Yeah, that takes time, and you can include that into that full hour. So little things like that, just really those 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 two things, I think are good. Having that that goal that you know that you want to do, and having at least an hour um, for I would say a period of three months to set aside to be able to do that. That's that's actually really good. And we're not saying that you know if you're training by yourself, you have to work out an hour a day or anything. But if you're going to specifically hire somebody to help you then you know you owe it to that person and to yourself to make sure that you get the most out of that investment. And that would mean knowing what you're after and really uh, setting aside the time and, and prioritizing your schedule to, to really work on that. Right. The thing, really is, yeah, the thing is with the private coaching is you got to think about it also from the coach's point of view. Uh, when mm-hmm. I'm working with a student, I'm there for that student, right? So I'm yeah. also setting aside time, making sure that every single day, if you know, if you send me an email, I'm gonna answer it. I might need to make a video for you. It might take me longer to write something out. So, you know, also think about it that way. And so that's why I say to have at least an hour a day to set aside to uh, work with that coach. That's really great. Cool. All right, so let's get into this. Um, you know, we, we said that we were going to talk about how things fit together, and I think the best example of this is uh, maybe some of the things you've been doing at seminars lately, and we've got a few more seminars coming up uh, in February and planning some, uh, well, I shouldn't say too much more, oh, but yeah, maybe oh, April, yeah. uh, August, and, you know, who knows what, what the rest of the sure, year holds, sure, but... Sure. Uh, there's going to be a lot more chances for people to join a seminar. We highly recommend that because, you know, you get a lot of opportunity to see how things do fit together. But maybe maybe describe how you're kind of combining different elements in a seminar, you know, without without it seeming like we're prescribing a, a course of study because seminars obviously are like, you know, four to eight hours of work right. in a day. Yeah. It's not something that someone can do consistently. But yeah, just that's as a, an example. That's good. Yeah. Um, the main point of a seminar <clears> – <throat> In what we're doing, of course, right? So when we're doing it, we want to make sure that the people that attend kind of get, I don't don't want to say a smorgasbord at all, but kind of the main topics of what we're about in GMB. So um, the method, of course, and then also some of the key points that we think are important that the person can take home and then start working on them in order to go deeper in whatever they want to do. So... So what, what are some of those points? So, yeah, and so, so a good point would be uh, one of the major things is focusing on not the sets and the reps but the quality of the movement and, and being able to actually understand what your body's doing. So how do you do that? The first thing that we do in any seminar is we're going to do a warm-up, but the warm-up isn't just a general warm-up. It's for the things that we're going to be working on in that seminar. So this also is in your own workouts that you're doing. What are you working on that day? Okay, you might be doing squats. So do something that's gonna help you to warm up for the squat. Um, uh, Going back to the method that we're talking about, it doesn't have to be an entire hour of warming up every single day, you know, before you go and do a basic body weight workout. Okay, just focus on what you're doing that day. Hit it, hit it and then get into your workout. So we'll do a workout. I'll introduce some concepts uh, within that warm-up that will help for later 
the movements that we're doing. But the warm-up is generally thinking about, you know, some joint mobility, getting people familiar with a particular movement. Let's say, um, let's say that we're going to do walking knee touches. So you're walking and you and you bring your knee up and touch your hands. Okay, this is actually going to help you for the tuck that we focus on later in the seminar uh, when we're working on the rings. So um, after that, we're going to get into some locomotion. And I like using the locomotion because, for one, we can start at the very beginning. It's, it's a movement that's not going to be too tough for a lot of people, but it's a movement that we can build on and lead to other things. So a good example is the bear walk. On the bear walk, there is no... 100% you have to do it this way or you're wrong kind of thing. And that's another thing, of course, in GMB that we want people to understand. You work at your own level. You work where you are, but you work towards a specific goal. So the bear walk, it's also another good warm-up that we can use. But as you're walking, it's going to help to get you strong. It's going to work on your arms, teach you about pushing through, down and through into the floor. That push away from the floor with your legs, trying to get your butt up into the air. It's also going to help on flexibility, dynamic flexibility, which is really cool. But what we're really working on when we're working on the bear walk is start to transition into single arm holds. So we're prepping ourselves, we're prepping our arms to be able to support ourselves, or we're prepping our body to be able to hold ourselves on this one arm. So a lot of people might just see a bear walk. But when I see a bear walk, I see a lot of different things that we can build on. Like I said before, a single arm hold, whether that be a single arm plank hold. Um, when we do a bear walk and we bend our elbows uh, in a bear walk, I see a bent arm stand. I also see a single arm lever that we can work on. So, so what we're trying to do in the seminars is have people explore movements, but also understand that we're building. So that's the big thing, right? So locomotion. That's one of the very first things that we do. And there's really three main movements that we're going to be focusing on when we're doing that. Um, you have to come to the seminar for you uh, to learn that because it's a secret trade secret, right? It's a and secret. Of course, you know, it's all secret. But, but bear walk is one of them. Um, then from there, we're going to focus on the handstand and other hand balancing movements. In the seminar, always want to make sure that every single person gets upside down. Now, you might not nail the handstand in the seminar, but at least you're going to have the concepts and understand how we train the handstand. And you can take that with you when you go back home and start working on it. Um, after lunch, uh, we, look at, we look at stretching. Let's just call it for what it is, stretching. Okay, We look at stretching. And so that can be, for example, looking at the shoulder, how we can stretch and open up the shoulder to help us with our handstands. We also look at some exercises that we can use to help strengthen the shoulder. Um, sometimes we use the TheraBand. Um, there's also a weighted exercise that I like to use that'll help people. But again, it's not about the sets and the reps. It's about getting a feel for what you need to do and where your body is currently. So auto-regulation. After that, we'll typically move to the rings. And I only show two movements on the rings. Now. A lot of people want to get the muscle up. A lot of people might want to get, for example, the tuck-to-tuck -tuck shoulder stand. If they've been working on, on rings one and they're having trouble getting that, they're like, yeah, I want to nail that. But really, the two movements that I show in the seminar are the basics. And so if you can focus on those basics, the two things that I show you, 
it's going to help you to be able to transition all the way up to the muscle up, help you with the tuck to the tuck shoulder stand and everything else that you want to work on. So it's all about looking at the basics, but not just showing a video and saying, okay, look, do the top position on rings, okay? Make sure you turn your rings out. No, it's, it's in a seminar focusing on why we're doing this. The mm -hmm. why is very important. Um, after that, uh, we could go back and let's say, for example, work on the pirouette and maybe the butterfly kick. Show the push and lift concept and show how that relates to other leg work that we do in GMB. Um, it's not just about a squat. It's not just about you know a single leg pistol. It's how you can perform particular skills safely, but also use the conditioning to help you get stronger for those skills. So, um, you know, finish up again with maybe some stretching or go and um, cover some topics that we haven't covered. But, but again, I'm not throwing a bunch of information out and just saying, okay, here's a little bit of this, here's a little bit of this, here's a little bit of this. It's a very structured, it, it's structured, but it's more exploratory. So um, just like I teach the classes over here, there's a particular theme that we're going to cover, but inside of that, each person will move a little bit differently. They'll have different questions, and so we'll address those. So, um, yeah, a lot of stuff that I just said, but really it comes down to showing the basics and how the basics actually equal these big moves that everyone wants to get. And uh, helping people with the concepts, uh, getting those in the head, and being able to take those and apply those when they go back home. You know, a lot of times people like to look at things and they compare, you know, for example, you say, you know, you work on the bear walk and you know, we think that that's a really useful exercise because like you say, it teaches, you know, how to apply strength through the arms, how to lift from the, the middle of the body, how to push with the legs, all of these things. But, you know, a lot of people will look at that and say, oh, well, that's not a very sophisticated locomotion exercise. <laughs> well. Obviously, you don't move very well. Well, no, obviously, you don't know what you're looking for. Right. Because if you can apply quality movement in a simple exercise, then you can apply it in a complex exercise. Yes, it's it's really more that. about, yeah, it's more about being able to experience those things. And if you can create an environment where no matter what you're training, no matter what level you're at, <clears throat> you are experiencing those core concepts of the movements well, then that is then how you put it all together. So if you're thinking, how do I put all these things together? It's not a matter of parallettes plus rings plus floor or whatever. That's not it. It's not body weight plus weight. That's not it either. If you're wondering how to put it all together, it's think about what are the core concepts of the movement? What are the, the, the skills you're really trying to develop? And by skill, that doesn't mean muscle up. By skill, that means how to transition your, your strength and pull through the rings down through your whole body or push through the ground up through your toes. You know, that's the concept you want to work. And then working that concept through different exercises and different angles, that's really how you put it all together. Yeah, yeah. It's it made a good point. It's those transitions and, and how things work and how they, they go together. So, And I'm not just talking about flow or how movements go flow together. It it's really comes down to do you have an understanding of what needs to happen so that you can even start working on the movements. And so yeah. that's, the, that's the big part of it really is. And so 
you know, we could do seminars where we just focus on a single movement, let's say the muscle up, and I could spend an entire day teaching just that one thing. But but that's that that would be I don't want to say waste, but I don't feel it's very necessary because if we make sure to go back and focus on those basics and the core concepts that we discussed earlier, it's going to happen as long as you get that into your mind. And really when you think of spending like 6 hours learning the muscle up you can't apply six hours worth of muscle-up study in one day. It's going to take you months, right? So why not learn one hour about the muscle-up, spend the next couple of months practicing that and applying it, and then you can go and figure out what the next thing you need to learn about the muscle-up yeah, is. exactly, exactly. Yeah, and kind of conversely, we could, we could try to dazzle people with like, 43 animal movements, special 16-part Wushu-inspired active isolated passivity stretching routine. I don't even know how people come up with these stupid fucking names for the shit that they advertise that they're teaching. But, you know, like you said, stretching. It's stretching. It's stretching. Yes, we know stretching is not an anatomically correct term, but stretching is what 90% of the world calls it when you do something to increase your flexibility. Just call it what people call it. You don't have to. You don't have to sound like a fancy ass. All right, it's stretching. Okay, seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's really good. Like you said, it's that concept and knowing what you're trying to learn from a movement. If you just do a movement and do it more and do it more, you might get a little stronger, but you you won't know how to apply it to other things. Yeah. You need to know what you're really getting out of a movement. What's the why behind it? I think it, that was a really good point you made there. And another thing too that you brought up is stop looking at a particular thing through blinders, okay? Try try and think about what else could come of this movement. So, yeah. you know, maybe uh, a good example, I saw a video on uh, on the tube the other day. Um, of this little girl, six-year-old girl, and oh man, she's dancing and it's funky, you know, it's b-boy and stuff, and it's just amazing because she's obviously she's only six. She took those blinders off and she just just explored. It was that expression. So, what yeah. kind of expression can you create from this simple movement, the bear walk? That's what it's about. And that's what I want uh, everyone to get out of this. It's not just, okay, you have to do it this way or it's wrong. No. Yeah. No, get the And we're not even going to bother with bear walks because they're boring. Here's exactly. the Uber walk that yeah. is you the know. ultimate complex skill. But, you know, <laughs> how can you do that? Simplicity. The beauty of yeah. simplicity and being able to, to ex- make different things from that. It, it will get sophisticated the more yeah. that you step outside of the box and look at what's possible. And the so, more you own it and play with it and explore it, you'll naturally arrive at those more complex, sophisticated kinds exactly. of movements. Exactly. But if you try to jump to those things without really getting the core of it, you're really, honestly, you're just fooling yourself. Yeah. You're just fooling yourself. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about being sick and what to do when you get sick because, you know, we're... We, we've both had a cold this week, you a lot yeah. worse than me, and it's just the time of year. People are going to get sick. We've talked about it before, but let's just, you know, really quick rundown of, of how, how you should change your training if you're sick. Yeah. And I well, think maybe the yeah. first thing to say is that there's different degrees of sick. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Right. Exactly. So, for example, the first cold I had uh, was from my kids. <laughs> yeah. 
it's for my kids. And um, really, it wasn't bad at all. It was one of those things where it was inconvenient. It was yeah. just inconvenient. However, I did back off of my workouts. Um, I was I was still able to do handstands. So basically, I wasn't congested in the head or anything like that. It was it was just I had this kind of cough going on, but I took care of it right away. And so I made sure that um, I got more sleep. Okay, I watched what I was eating, and and again, I backed off on my training slightly. Now, I got better. I got better very quickly. The thing is, from there, though, I caught something else that turned into a sinus infection and blah, blah, blah. And it just got ridiculous. And so there are times where, depending on what kind of cold you have, you just need to stop what you're doing. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. Um, and then go see a doctor. Uh, typically I don't take medicine. My wife's an acupuncturist. She needles me. Things usually are okay. Last week they weren't. Um, unfortunately here in Japan, it was New Year's. Everybody takes a vacation during New Year's. The doctor was closed, couldn't get medication. So it just got worse. Um, but I didn't work out for an entire week. Yes, that's correct. For an entire week. Dude, you totally lost your fitness expert, Craig. I tell you what, and I can't do anything now. I lost all my gains, and I'm just screwed. Um, you look you look like you're about 103 pounds. Well, you know what? You I just went whoosh and shrunk. You just withered. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. That's why I'm down in the protein right now. You know, I'm going for 100 grams per meal now instead of, you know. <laughs> God, I just only think that's just nasty. Um, that's pretty hardcore. That's pretty hardcore. But, yeah, back off of your training. Back off of your training. Right now, uh, we're in the middle. We're actually in week five, I believe, of the press to handstand course. And a lot of people are getting sick. Now, yeah. there's some people who are trying to work through it. No, no, don't work through it. Especially if you're congested. If you're congested like, and you're thinking that messes you're up your equilibrium, down. don't oh, go man. upside down and try to man. breathe. And <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, equilibrium. Speaking of, yesterday was the first time I tried to get back on my hands and it wasn't working. So. <laughs> I didn't push it. So, you know, I want to be upside down. I really do. But even today, as you can tell, I'm still congested. So I'm going to try, but, but, you know, if it's not going to work, I'm I'm not going to push it. So uh, do what you need to do in order to get better. And one other thing that I have to say, if you're sick, if you have a fever, sniffles or something like that, don't go to work. Don't go to the gym. Don't infect everyone around you. Right. In Japan, there is this thing where you suck it up and you work through it and you go to work. You know, you're cool though because you're wearing a mask and it's all good, right? Oh man. It just suddenly the next day everyone's wearing masks. Yeah. And so everyone gets sick and it's not cool. So, you know, don't just (laughs) suck it up and think that you can do it. Uh, Take care of it. Um, get better, and then when you're better, ease back into your training. Ease yeah. back into your training. Yeah, just you know, everyone has different things. You have to recognize how sick you are, and and do your own whatever your routine is for for fixing it. You know, if it's drink a fifth of Nyquil and go to bed, whatever. You know, if it's some chicken soup, if that's better for you, whatever whatever works for you. You know, Ryan's case, it's it's the acupuncture. But you've got to do whatever works for you and try to take care of it. But then don't go out and try to force yourself to to work and work out and interact with people because you really just – you're not going to get a good workout. 
if you go to work, you're not going to be productive. You're just risking getting other people sick. I mean, this is if it's something contagious. You know, if it's just a little sniffle, then it's probably okay. Yeah. But, you know, just know – be realistic. Like we say with, with all the other things, with skills, with strength, with, with your workouts, be realistic about where you're at right now. You, you, can't, you can't try to get better if you don't know where you're at. And so if you feel yourself getting sick, stop for a minute and think about how sick you really are and what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, my dad's a pharmacist. And when I was young, he would never give us any medicine. It's pretty funny. He's a pharmacist, but he just didn't believe in, you know, dishing out the medication to the family. His big thing was, okay, are you really sick? Yes. <clears throat> you should be better in three days, so rest for three days, okay? If you try and push through it, you're going to prolong the sickness, and it's going to take forever to get over. So that was the big thing when I was young, and I always remember that. And so, you know, again, it depends on what kind of sickness you have, but three days, you know, if your immune system is good going before the cold... Obviously, it's not because you're getting a cold, but, but, um, <laughs> but you know, you should be better within three days. And if it's turning into a week or something like it was with me last week, then obviously something's wrong and you need to get that taken care of. So that's all I got to say about that. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's good for today. Um, I hope this is uh, useful to you guys. I hope you didn't mind looking at us. Uh, or at least uh, you didn't mind looking at me. Jeez, I tell you. Yeah, this is interesting, you know. It's completely different feel because we've always done this without the video. So it's kind of yeah. kind of weird uh, seeing your face there on the screen while we're doing a, a I, show. I, do I got to call it a show now instead of the podcast. So. Yeah. Yeah, if you have any recommendations for what we should call our show, let us know. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise it's going to be GMB show. The GMB show. GMB show. GMB show. All right. Yeah. Thanks for watching the GMB show, folks. <laughs> Should I end it on a downer like that? Yeah, that's that's such a... Thanks for watching, everybody. Looking forward to seeing you next time. All right. All right. See you later.